Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Khan, and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship, and building in public. This episode is called Make It Easy to Cancel. First, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by FE International. They're a market-leading M&A advisor, and they're helping founders like you exit their businesses. And since 2010, they have completed hundreds of millions in SaaS e-commerce and content business acquisitions. And it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good place to go when you want to sell your business. Um, because as a SaaS founder, how do you decide when it's time to exit, right? We had this problem for Feedback Panda, and um, you never really know. If you build a sellable business, well, you have a business there to sell, but when do you sell it? And that answer will always vary. really depends on who you ask, but... There is a father and son duo, John and Dave Dixon, who really needed a reliable valuation. It was critical to them, for their business. And the two entrepreneurs they built and then exited my shop manager, which was a highly successful SaaS tool for marketing and sales solutions for auto shops. It's a very specific niche product. And when they came to FA International, the business had scaled rapidly and had low churn and high MRR growth, which is really nice. But knowing if they were ready for an exit, came down to deciding on their enough number, right? What's enough to sell it for? If they could sell the company for that amount, they would exit. And um, this quote from Dave here, he says that early on in the process, FE analyzed the business and came up with a number, a solid concrete number range that they're confident with, that the company could sell for, and that made it possible for them to make the decision. And they were in a situ- situation where they were growing successfully, but the valuation was large enough that it would change their lives. And then it did. So if you're curious about how much your business could be worth, and if now is the time to sell, FE International offers free valuations. So just go to feinternational.com to learn more and chat with them. And now let's get started. I think it's a great retention strategy to make it easy for your customers to cancel your product. You might lose a few payments, but you gain something much more important. And that's an ex-customer who feels respected. And that's what I want to talk about today. I see way too many founders paying way too little attention to the last interaction with their customers. They're missing out on a tremendous relationship building opportunity here. And maybe it's the most important one of the whole customer journey. Whenever a customer cancels their subscription to your business, you have one final chance to connect with them. And that will be the last memory of any interaction with you or your business for many years to come that they have. I guess you're starting to see the importance here, right? Because there used to be a time when businesses just didn't care about what customers thought about their business after canceling. Most of those businesses, and some of them still do this, are big businesses for whom each customer was just one marginal transaction a month or just any transaction, marginal transaction at all. One customer more or less didn't really move the needle and one more disgruntled customer didn't matter. But it's very different for indie entrepreneurs. Today, if you build a SaaS business, you want to have a relationship with every single customer and a good relationship because that relationship extends beyond the time when they're actively paying you money. Why should you care about your ex-customers? Well, business used to be all about transactions, money for service, items for cash, but that has changed. It's now the never-ending transaction, right? It's a relationship and the relationship with your customer is not transactional anymore, it's ongoing. And it starts long before they're an actual customer of your business because 
you're building an audience, you're building relationships with your prospects before they are subscribers, and it ends long after they're not customers of your business anymore. Long-term relationships are becoming the norm and they impact how we run our business. Before your customer is an actual customer, they're a prospect, they're looking at your business and what you're offering and you as a founder, and then they figure out if what you offer and who is offering is good enough for them. And then they become a customer and they start paying you. And so far, so normal, right? But at a certain point, for whatever reason, good or bad, they stop being a customer. After that, they are still in a relationship with you and your business. They're just not paying you anymore, but they don't magically forget all about their experience with you. And many disgruntled customers of businesses that didn't treat them well are resorting to quite a lot of action. They're actively trying to protect their peers from those businesses. That means if you have a terrible final interaction with a customer, they are going to tell their friends to stay away. It's the opposite of word of mouth marketing. It's peer-to-peer boycotting. Your unhappy ex-customers are going to go out of their way to make sure that nobody they know will ever transact with you. The potential for incredibly bad press is just one call us to cancel link away. And while word of mouth is a solid strategy to get new customers into the business, the same social dynamics will also be an effective way of preventing any new customers from joining your business if you don't take care of how you deal with people who stop using your business. So here are a couple of ideas to ensure that the last interaction with any customer is a good one. There's three of them. They do not make it hard to quit, allow customers to pause their subscription, and when in doubt, refund. Let's go through all three of them right now. Do not make it hard to quit just means make it easy to cancel. If people want to cancel their subscription to your product, make it painless. By all means, ask them why they want to cancel or offer them a discount if they want to stick around, but do not make it hard. Does they have to call a number or send an email to cancel their business with you? Don't make them jump over hurdles of discomfort. They will remember this unpleasant requirement forever. And if there was any chance of them coming back to your product, you'll ruin that by making your cancellation process complicated. You never know why people cancel. I mean, obviously you can ask them and figure it out, but you can't just assume. Some customers are seasonal. Some pay for a couple months, then stop using the product and later return to use your product once again. People have kids and take years off. They have vacations, sabbaticals, they switch jobs. Just make it easy to cancel because making it easy to cancel means making it easy to return. Don't ignore account cancellation. Build it into your product from the start and make it simple. Talked about allowing customers to pause their subscriptions. That's another way of dealing with like postponing cancellations, right? Some payment integrations allow for adding free trial periods in between subscription periods. You can use that to pause. Other APIs already have pausing and resuming subscriptions enabled and built into their SDKs, their software development kits. So it's just um, a feature that you can already use. Suppose you can make it possible for your customers to pause their monthly subscription. In that case, it'll allow you to keep them as a customer with all the benefits of still having open communication channels like email and in-app messaging while they feel valued and treated respectfully and they don't have to pay for a tool that they're not using. So consider doing this. I know it kind of hurts financially to pause subscription, but it's it's still kind of, it's better than having them to cancel and resubscribe because it, it shows them that you care. And that is something in a relationship you might want. 
Last point, when in doubt, refund. Well, if a customer asks for refunds, just try to indulge them. A refund, again, like a cancellation, may happen for many, many reasons. Sometimes people overestimate the usage of a product and they don't need it, or other times they overestimated their budget. Whatever it is, just consider refunding them. The monetary loss might hurt a little, but you are showing your customer at that point that you care more about their happiness than your wallet. And that resonates. And particularly helpful in the early stages of your business, where every customer interaction you have has the potential to become a recruiting call for them to be an evangelist for your business. If people, when you're just starting out, notice that you don't care about their $20, you care more about them feeling valued, they will shout it from the rooftops. So make it as easy as possible for people to think, wow, this founder treats me like a real human being. They went out of their way to help me. They refunded my money even after I'd already used the product for a week. Let me tell my friends. That's the outcome of a conversation that you want to have with a customer. And being quick to refund also makes it easy for people to correct their mistakes and retain their self-image as a professional. If people charge to run credit card or they have to change the billing address or forgot to cancel, try to facilitate these requests. Refunding hurts, but it's the right thing to do. It builds relationships. And if you want to cap your downside with refunds, have a clear policy on refunds and express it in your terms of service. Some businesses allow refunds only on certain non-discounted plans, like the monthly plan, not the yearly plan. Others have a time limit for when refunds expire. And in any case, just try to be courteous. If somebody asks for a refund for a whole year, even though it's against your terms, offer them a few months for free. Just show gratitude in bending your rules. Because most big businesses don't do that. People do not have the agency, but you do. And your customers will be surprised that you even considered it. So they're going to get out of this with less money than they expected to get, but a feeling of this person went out of their way to make it happen. That's the relationship building stuff that you want. And the goodwill you show to people, particularly in the early stages of your business, will come back manifold in the later stages. Once you reach a certain scale, you won't be able to deal with these occasions personally anymore, right? You won't be able to respond to every single ticket if you have hundreds and thousands of customers. Other people are going to do this. So whatever culture of customer cancellation response you establish will inform how your customers talk about your business to their peers. And that makes a very big difference because that is essentially um, a way of finding new customers and prospects by having people talk to their peers about how good it is and how easy it is to cancel your business. Because that will make people less afraid of committing to checking out your business and trying it out. And that makes a big, big difference in your numbers. Treat your customers like human beings that you value. And don't just treat them like that. Value them. Respect them as human beings. And center all your efforts around that. Make it absolutely clear that your business is there to serve them. Not you. Or not just you. It'll serve you if it serves them. Because things that go around come around. But not the other way around. If you're just self-serving in your business, your customers will notice and they will respond adequately. When it comes to interacting with customers, don't just think about getting them to pay for your product. Consider what happens when they don't require your product anymore and how you can still retain a positive relationship with somebody beyond that. We had that with Feedback Panda, our SaaS business that I co-founded with my partner, Danielle. We had customers that canceled because they stopped being online teachers, but they didn't leave their communities. They were still on Facebook, still talking to other teachers. And for months, sometimes years, they would still advertise our product to their fellow teachers 
even though they weren't even using it anymore. They were they didn't have a um, didn't use their their link their referral link anymore. They were just talking about it because they knew that the people building the product, myself and Danielle, were good people, and we were treating them like good people, and that allowed us to have them do the marketing for us. They were literally selling our product to their peers for us. It was awesome. And a customer that loves your business and how it treats them will talk about it no matter if they're a paying customer or not. And you want to have a customer base of happy customers at any stage of your customer journey. Before, while they're interested in you. During, while they're using your product. And after having used your product, where they went away with a great last experience. So that's why it's essential to make it easy to cancel and to ensure that the last touch point you have with your customer leaves them with a happy memory, a memory worth sharing. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootster Funder podcast. You can find me on Twitter at arvidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootsterfunder.com. You can find my books here to sold at zerotosold.com and the embedded entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you got any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootstrappedfounder.com. If you want to support me in the Bootstrap Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.